Hey, hey, Anchor, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. Had a great time at the Salt Lake City Convention. Like I mentioned in my last blogcast, if you have a chance, definitely surround yourself with like-minded people. Conventions are a great opportunity and chance to do that. I had an awesome time. I um, also want to say thank you to everyone that sent me emails and PayPal donations and things like that. Um, my email address to reach out to me or to send me a PayPal is magicmyway at outlook.com. So about the convention, um, something I mentioned earlier too, there's a time to talk and there's a time to just shut up and listen. And my first night at the convention was definitely shut up and listen time. And I'm, I'm glad I did. Um, it was unexpected. Um, everything finished at around 10 p.m. Um, the buddy that I went with, John, I told him, I said, hey, you know, I'm hungry. You want to go get a bite to eat? He was down for it. And uh, we went to the hotel front desk, asked what was open that was nearby. And they said, literally, everything's closed. You have to drive into the city in order to, you know, sit down at a restaurant, get something to eat. So, you know, we were pretty tired. We didn't want to drive out into the city and, you know, parking and all that stuff. So we decided to just uh, eat at the bar. So we went to the bar. As soon as I walked in, who do I see? None other than Richard Osterlin sitting right there, you know, just drinking his cup of wine, eating some pretzels. And me and John looked at each other and we said, yep, let's ask. So we approached him and, you know, asked him if he minded uh, us, you know, to sit down and eat with them. And we even offered to get, you know, pay for his dinner. And he didn't want anything. He just wanted our, our company, which was great. So, you know, we sat down, we ate, we, we conversed about different things, you know, what he did before magic, what were his hobbies, you know, and then he walked us through his journey. Um, this guy's definitely seen it all, done it all kind of a thing. Um, amazing experience uh, as we were there another magician walked in his name is Rocco he was doing a lecture as well and he came by and shared a couple of uh, insights that we didn't really expect from him. definitely positive um, you know at the end we you know they did some tricks for us that we've never seen or, or I've never seen and I honestly think I, I witnessed pure pure magic it was just a great night but the the main subject of, of this whole conversation or this whole story is that we got to sit down and talk with someone that's been in the business, that's seen it all, done it all, and soak in that information. We were like sponges there, just soaking in his knowledge. So that's something that, you know, definitely a lot of guys need to learn how to do, a lot of gals need to learn how to do, is know when to ask questions and know when to shut up and pay attention. Guys, it may sound simple, but it's so hard. I've got a huge sales background. So, you know, I learned early, and I'm glad I learned early that offer the sale give them the benefit and shut up wait for them to say something if they don't say yes they're going to give you a rebuttal and then you 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 know answer that rebuttal because the rebuttal is always a question you know oh i don't know i gotta talk to my wife oh i'm not sure if i should do this and then you have your ace in the hole to come back at them with so you know when you're learning something or trying to gain knowledge ask your question and be quiet you know, wait for that response, listen to what they have to say, watch their mannerisms, you know, how they say a certain word. And if you need an explanation, ask, you know, well, what do you mean by this? You know, and it's definitely a great tool, guys. So learn that again, surround yourself with like minded people. If you meet an individual that's higher up than you, pick their brain, analyze them, watch what they do, watch what they say and ask why. Why did it work for you or why do you think it worked for you? And, you know, move on. Um, you know, it was just a great night, great experience. I definitely want to give a shout out to John and George for making this convention possible. So I definitely, you know, appreciate that. 
and uh, Anchor. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, give me a like, subscribe, follow me, drop me a line, send me some money, whatever it is you want to do to show your love. I'd appreciate it, guys. Again, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. Peace. Hey, hey, guys. What up, Anchor? This is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. I just want to give a big thank you to everybody out there showing their love and support, sending me emails and Got a, got a couple of uh, PayPal donations as well, so I do appreciate that. So whether you want to send me $1, $5, or 15000 my PayPal address is magicmyway at outlook.com. Uh, so guys, I'm headed out to a convention, three-day weekend over in Salt Lake City, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to go see some magicians out there, rub shoulders with some other magicians, and you know, have a good time. Um, so that's something I highly recommend. You know, if there's something you like, whether it's juggling, whether it's poetry, whether it's sewing, whether it's fixing cars, you know, reach out to organizations or reach out to conventions. Find out what's going on in your area, what's going on close by, you know, and make it there. Go out there. I mean, it's fun to be around people that are like-minded, you know, so, it, it, you know, it, it's very good to bounce ideas off with people and see what they're doing and, you know, different genres of, of your style or your art. Uh, for example, I'm a kid performer, uh, so the people that I'm going to go see are actually other types of performers. Uh, they're mentalists, they're close-up, they're, they're coins, they're, you know, so on and so forth. So it's always good to get a nice mixture and, uh, you know, again, bouncing ideas or just being quiet and listening. Guys, you'd be surprised how much you learn if you just shut up, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, uh, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. Again, show me some love. Let me know if you like what you're hearing, if you want to hear more, if there's, if there's a certain topic you want me to touch on. Would love to get some more feedback. Again, my name is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. Peace and love, Anchor. Hey Anchor, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. Just wanted to wish everybody a happy new year uh, and also let you guys know that I am affiliated with amgmagic.com. That stands for American Magic Guild. You can catch us on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page, so check that out, AMG Magic Shop or AMG Magic. Uh, you can catch some videos there of myself, George the Iceman Mena, John Jurdy, and David Devlin. So if you want to put a, you know, a pretty face to this handsome voice, you can do so by visiting us on our Facebook page. So I'm going to be doing some big things for 2018. So keep that in mind, guys. I'm going to be reviewing some tricks and talking about a lot more topics on performing for Kid Magic and, and family uh, performances. So again, 2017, love to see you go. 2018, we got some big things coming. Again, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician blogcast. Peace. Hey, Anchors, JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. So, uh, something I wanted to touch base on are the classics. You know, they, they definitely say you need to, you know, crawl before you can walk and walk before you can run and so forth. And, you know, why are things called classics? Is because they work. They have, they, they, they definitely have been tested time and time again and by many, many people. So, when it comes to entertaining or performing magic, in other words... Um, there are some things that are classics, uh, linking rings, cups and balls, uh, magic coloring book, uh, you know, so on and so forth. So, again, don't stray away from the classics. Um, you know, when, when I first started magic, I hated the linking rings. Oh my gosh, it was so boring. It was so dull. Hated rope magic. It just seemed so boring, so dull. Um, you know, I've been doing magic now to close to 20 years. 
and um, I had the opportunity of doing a show with with five other magicians. Uh, this was about a month and a half ago, maybe two months. We did um, an event called um, Magic for Texas, uh, which was we you know took some tickets in and all the proceeds, every single penny, got donated to the victims of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, we actually expanded that, and it got, it, you know, turned into anyone that needed help that were affected by the hurricanes, whether it was in the United States uh, or in Puerto Rico, and, and so on. So it was definitely a great cause. But one of the guys that was performing with, uh, he was doing his linking ring routine, and at first I thought, great, linking ring, this is going to be a snooze fest. And it wasn't. I mean, it was great. It was beautiful, and it was entertaining. And he, you know, took somebody from the audience, was up there with them, helping them, and it was just great. So, you know, it, it's not, you know, just because you see one guy do the linking rings doesn't mean that it all has to be done that way. Same thing with the cups and balls. Same things with, you know, other tricks. So when it comes to performing magic for kids, what I consider to be classics would be, you know, doing a trick with the coloring book. Um, doing a trick where you know endless amount of silks or, or endless amount of uh, paper comes out of your mouth uh, making a coin uh, appear and throwing it in a cup and another coin and another coin and another coin I mean these are tricks that have been done for decades and I consider them golden and true classics so if you guys can you know go back look at those classics look at those old videos uh, one that comes to mind is the greater uh, magic library uh, that video series is amazing. Somebody posted on my Facebook page, uh, uh, JB Bobo, uh, doing a video. I had no idea he was even doing this. And, man, he was vanishing coins left and right. And I was doing double takes. I'm like, wait a minute, let me watch this again. And it's just great to just watch a true master do his work. And he's just doing classic moves, classic routines. So, you know, definitely revisit the classics and if you can, change them, make them your own. You know, there's great magicians that do that all the time. Big ups to Dan Harlan. Um, he did his Tarbell course. What a freaking undertaking did he take. I mean, he took the Tarbell books and just modernized the tricks in there and brought them back to life. He did a great job. Scott Alexander and Puck are two other magicians that do great things and bring, you know, uh, old classics back to life and rework them. And I mean, I just absolutely love it. So... You know, guys, take the time, know your craft, know where you came from. In other words, you know, if, if you're brand new starting in magic, get some history in you. You know, if you love card magic, learn about the cards. Where did they come from? You know, um, learn about, you know, rope magic. What was the first rope magic or what was the first magic trick ever written down or, or the first magic trick ever created known to man? You know, just, just, just little, you know, pieces of history here and there mean a lot and you'll end up using it eventually in your shows you know it's just just great um so revisit the classics guys you gotta crawl before you can walk walk before you can run so i hope this was informative for you guys uh you can get a bunch of the classics at amgmagic.com yes i am affiliated with amgmagic.com proud to proud to be so as well so visit them, check them out. They've got tons of videos and books and everything like that. I will be reviewing a few tricks as well just for you guys to pick up and, and, and take a look-see. So uh, I'd love to hear back from you guys. Again, my email is magicmyway at outlook.com. And that's my time, Anchor. Love you. Peace. 
Hey Anchor, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician blogcast. So my last episode I touched on uh, learn before you earn. I kind of wanted to expand on the learning part. Um, you know, nowadays we're definitely lucky that we have things like internet. Um, you know, we have Facebook, we have Facebook groups, Instagram. Um, you know, we have multiple ways to connect to people and learn from people all across the world. I mean, it's not necessarily in the United States. You know, I've learned things from people in China and in, in Bangladesh and the UK. I mean, this is just amazing. Um, if you really just sit and just think about it, uh, what I'm getting to is basically, you know, whatever it is you want to learn, you can find out. There's support groups. You know, Facebook has lots of groups out there. Um, there's YouTube that'll help you out. Also, be very careful on YouTube, though. A lot of the stuff is is garbage but you know if you look deep enough and watch enough videos you'll be able to filter out the good advice from the bad advice Um, so whether you want to learn how to be a magician how to uh, entertain kids how to do comedy fix cars how to how to cook i mean just about anything you can find out on the web Um, the first thing i would recommend is if you want to learn how to do something see if you know someone that's actually doing it You know, for example, if I wanted to learn how to, you know, do a defragment on my computer, uh, I would ask a computer buddy, hey, how how do I defrag it? You know, um, if I want to learn how to, uh, you know, put new 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 speakers or a new stereo system in my car, I would go to a buddy of mine that knows how to do it. And then they can physically, visually guide me through it and show me how to do it, which is great. Um, If... You know, if you don't have that person there or that, you know, mentor per se, um, you can look online. Um, I've got I've got a buddy of mine that, you know, he learned all his computer knowledge literally off of YouTube. And he's the one that told me, you know, whatever you want to learn, you can learn on YouTube. If you watch enough videos and you read the comments, you'll be able to filter out the garbage. So that's the only downside. There is a lot of garbage out there. However, Facebook has some great support groups. So that's something else you want to look into. Uh, If you don't have a Facebook, get one. I mean, you don't have to post what you eat every day, what you do every day, happy birthdays and all this. You can always just get a Facebook, you know, put just a regular picture of yourself and start joining these groups. You'll meet some great people. I'm telling you, I strongly believe in that. Um, Now, you won't necessarily get all the tips, tricks, and secrets right away. You definitely want to, you know, earn your way there. So start with the basics. You know, if just let people know, hey, look, I'm brand new in this. Uh, I want to learn. I want to start from scratch. Can you point me in the right direction? And you'll get tons and tons of info, you know, tons and tons of comments. Look at what people are repeating over and over. You know, if people are saying, get this book or get this video, buy this download, you know, you get 50 comments and 20 people are mentioning that, that's probably the best way to go. So you want to keep that in mind. Um, There is no skipping. There is no get rich quick scheme. In other words, there is no, oh, if I read this one book or if I watch this one video or I download this one PDF. Bam, I'm going to master this. I'm going to get this. No, it definitely takes time. Think of it as a as, as school, in other words. Think of it as college. You know, you, you, you have to you know, learn your, your fundamentals and then work your way up. So the same thing was with, with anything. Um, you know, what you're learning is basically a trade online. 
You know, if you want to be a kid's performer, that's a trade. You know, you want to be a kid's magician, that's a trade. You want to be a balloon artist, that's a trade. Why do I say it's a trade? Because it's definitely a huge learning process. And at the end of it, you'll be able to get paid for it, which is huge. You'll be able to get paid, you know, ridiculously amounts of money for, you know, things that once you learn it and you master it are easy to you. However, you busted your butt to get to that point. So keep that in mind. It's definitely learn and then earn. You know, know your craft, know your art, and you're always learning. It's not like, okay, I've mastered this and I'm done. No, it's always a learning process. Think of it as a practice. It's always, you're always, you know, exploring new things and reaching new levels. So I hope this helps you out, guys. Again, my name is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician blogcast. You can reach out to me at magicmyway at outlook.com. Love you, Anchor. Peace. Hey Anchor, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician blogcast. Uh, sorry I haven't been, um, you know, on here for a couple days. I've just been, you know, trying to recover from the emergency back surgery that I had, and you know, they found some blood clots in my legs, and you know, I am slowly getting better. But again, it, it is a process. Um, wasn't a lot of pain the last couple days, so I do apologize. I do want to thank you for all the love and support. Me and a few emails here and there. Uh, a couple of PayPal presents as well, so I do appreciate that. Uh, shout out to Carlos. I know you're listening. I appreciate it. Um, hey, so I saw a post recently on Facebook that says, learn before you earn. And that's basically what I want to talk about. Um, you know, definitely learn your craft, whether you're doing magic, balloon twisting, uh, if you're doing balloon decor, uh, you know, entertaining, whatever it is, learn it. Not just learn it, master it. When I have my set, um, you know, I mostly perform magic for kids and and families. Um, I make sure that I know it back to front. You know, I I know the ins and outs. Um, I don't necessarily have a script, but I know where I'm going with it from point A to point B. Um, I do leave room for, um, you know, impromptu situations. Um, I do leave room for... You know, if, if the kids mention something or the adults mention something, improv is Im- improv, in other words. Um, so there is room for that as well. So that, that, that definitely works. It definitely helps. It doesn't make you robotic when you're out there doing your shows. Um, you know, I've done multiple shows where it's the same kids. It's just, you know, different kid in the audience. Their parents pick me to do their birthday party. And I've noticed the kids. So, yes, I do change my routines a little bit. I do change my set. Um, I always come prepared. You know, if if I have 10 or 11 tricks that I know, okay, these tricks are going to take me 45 minutes to an hour, then I'm going to have five or six tricks set aside as emergency tricks that I can alternate with. Or if I run through my whole set, at least I have five or six tricks to continue on and finish my show. Um, That's happened before, you know, where I've brought 10 tricks and I'm like, okay, this is great. This will last me the hour. And all of a sudden, look at my watch, and it's been 25 minutes, and I'm like, oh, crap, what do I do? So make sure that you come prepared. Pace yourself. You know, a lot of times, people talk too fast. Um, they They don't let the magic sink in. It's just too quick. They don't point things out. Um, the best thing I would recommend is to record yourself. 
Um, you know, if, if you're at a show, if you can bring a, a friend or someone with you to just record you, that would be awesome. Um, if you can set a little recorder on your table, you know, just pointing at you, that would be great. Even if it's just a voice recording, record yourself, catch what you're doing, try to remove all the ums and ah and, you know, those things like that. Just make yourself sound very clean, very precise. That helps. Um, you know, practice your show in front of a mirror, your whole routine, you know, even the gags, you know, I, I do gags where I drop something, like I have two objects in my hand, one drops to the floor, as I go to pick that up, I drop the other object in the other hand, and it's just a cycle that continues over and over, and I can do that for two minutes, and believe it or not, two minutes seems like a long time, but in those two minutes, those kids are laughing their butts off. And I mean, that's what you want. It's not always about the magic. It's about the ride there. And the only way you can experience that ride is if you learn your craft. If you learn it from beginning to end. Um, when it comes to balloon twisting, you know, it's not just, hey, I want this. And okay, great. Boom, boom, boom. And you start twisting balloons. Hand them a balloon. You know, tell them, hold this, don't let go. Uh, you know, as you're twisting, uh, you know, slightly hit them with the balloon in, in just a, a joking manner, you know, things like that. So there are ways to entertain no matter what you're doing. Find the way, learn your craft back to front. Once you've learned it, then you can earn. Then you can go out and ask for money for it. Um, again, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. Thanks for all the love. If you want to reach out to me, my email address is magicmyway at outlook.com. Would love to hear your feedback. Thanks, guys. Love you, Anchor. Peace. Hey, Anchor. This is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. Uh, guys, if I'm not sounding, uh, you know, my 100%, I do apologize. Uh, I did find out that after my uh, back surgery that I had blood clots in my legs. So I'm on different medications now, and uh, I hope that uh, what I'm saying makes sense to you at the moment. So I wanted to briefly touch on um, doing tricks and, you know, doing your shows with animals. Um, you know, I've done shows with, with doves. I've done shows with rabbits, uh, different breeds as well. Uh, something you guys want to keep in mind that these are... These are your pets, man. They're 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 your they're your you know your kid. They're your brother. They're they're things that you do have to take care of and, and watch over. So make sure when you are transporting them and traveling with them that they're in comfortable spots. That they you know do you have you know food and water, and that they're safe. Um, I don't carry birds anymore. Uh, birds for me just started to become way too high maintenance. So if you carry birds, all power to you. Good luck. Uh, what I would recommend is just getting a small breed rabbit. I currently have three Netherland dwarves, uh, two white, one black. Um, love those guys. Um, they're very quiet. They're very small. I think um, the largest they get is about three and a half pounds. So they're they're perfect for tricks. I mean, I remember when I first started, I, I bought a rabbit at, at a state fair. Um, I didn't know about the different breeds. And this thing grew quickly. I mean, it, it got way too big for the the apparatus that I had, the boxes, the stuff that I used to present him, you know, make him appear, make him disappear. That's really disappointing because those things get pricey. So um, I did some research, got another one dwarf, love him to death. The guy is just adorable looking. Uh, the audience, you know, loves him. Uh, when he appears, I see he a lot because I use one mostly for my shows. 
Um, the other two, I'm still training to get, you know, be used to people. So the one I'm talking about currently is named Dipper. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I actually show him off to the audience. So after he makes his appearance, I say, you know, hey, everybody say hi to Dipper. Everybody says hi, Dipper. And you know why we call him Dipper? Because if you look at his ears, it looks like it's been dipped in black paint. So this is feet, his nose, and his little tail in the back. Um, and at the end of the show, if you guys like, I'll set my chair right next to this table. I'll sit down and you guys can come down one by one and, and pet Dipper and take a picture with him and, 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 and get to meet him. So does that sound great for you guys? And of course, they yell, yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, um, Netherland Dwarf. And I travel with the smallest pet carrier I can find and it gives him plenty of room. I stick two towels in there. He's very comfy. I make sure before the show that he's fed, that he has water. If I have multiple shows, I bring his food and his bottle with me. Um, you know, and I make sure that in the car, he's, you know, he has food and water. Uh, when he's, you know, in a show and I'm about to present him, I don't leave him in the box the whole time. Uh, that's something that I, I do want to stress to performers. Don't leave your animals in that apparatus that you're using to make them appear the whole show and at the end boom he appears i've seen it for myself when magicians make a dead animal appear because it was suffocated um, it wasn't safely put in the apparatus you don't want to do that for one it sucks you know for you and for two it makes you look extremely bad i mean it, it you should be ashamed of yourself if, if you have a record of making dead animals appear uh, so that's something you want to keep in mind um netherland dwarfs guys pick them up uh, in my area, I live in southeast Idaho, they typically run about 60 bucks. So if you can find one cheaper than that, go for it. Uh, they're very low maintenance. Uh, you can buy a big old bag of food uh, for about 12 bucks and that bag will last them like a couple months. Uh, bedding is real cheap as well. Uh, they, they litter train themselves really. So I have him out in the living room. He walks around, does a sting. And then when he has to use the potty, he just goes in this cage himself. They're pretty cool animals. They don't bite either. If they do bite, it's just a little nip. Uh, their mouths just don't open wide enough to bite you. Um, so love these guys again. Netherland Dwarfs. Pick one up if you can. Use that in your shows. I mean, these guys are, are, are bright. They do shed hair, but it's not a lot. Long as long as you brush them once or twice a week, you should be fine. And as far as uh, making them tame, uh, you know, you play with them for at least an hour every day for about two to three months will be tame as can be i mean these, these guys are just lovable so again um hope this helps you guys hope what i'm saying makes sense again that's my time it's jj the magician reach out to me let me know you like what i'm saying jj the magician uh, you, you can reach me at magic my way at outlook.com thanks bye love you anchor hey anchor this is jj the magician with the jj the magician broadcast so again i want to thank you guys for supporting me got a couple emails back so i do appreciate that i did actually somebody sent me five bucks for paypal so much love to that again if you want to reach out to me send me some money through paypal my address is magic my way at outlook.com so something i wanted to touch on is when you when you're not performing you know whether it's for fun for exposure at a paid gig you want to have you know, a few tricks that are your set tricks. There's, you know, things that you know you're gonna perform. You want a closer that's just remarkable that you know is gonna blow them out of the water and walk away. End it, that's it. You know, you're not, you don't wanna, 
give them your whole arsenal and then all of a sudden you know you're just doing a couple of moves here and there just to supplement a new trick so keep that in mind guys you know get some routines down it's not just oh i know how to do this move so i'm going to do this move and that's a trick no you want to build a story get some pattern you know it can definitely be impromptu as well you use your situation you use your surroundings so what i mean by that is you know if i'm at um, a bar you know having dinner at a bar or at a restaurant and the topic comes up you know hey i heard you're a magician can you show me something you know i already know in my wallet i've got such and such on my phone i have this or as soon as i sit at the table i can look and say okay there's a sugar packet there's a, a wine bottle at the table there's a placemat over there and i'm constantly running through my head and when the time comes what can i do so you got to start thinking of that start prepping yourself you know um, say you're in line at Walmart, you know, grocery shopping and it happens to me all the time. I run into somebody. Hey, can you show me something real quick? So I make sure that I always have something on my person. You know, as far as they know, the magic is happening. It's just happening impromptu. It's just happening sporadically. But no, I've prepared for this. So you want to make sure you, you have that ability um, so that, you know, you're able to just do magic on the spot per se. Um, as far as really strong tricks, you know, if you just want to do that one strong trick, do that trick and walk away. That's it. End it. You know, nothing's better than leaving your audience just wanting and yearning for more. Um, you know, there might be situations where you're doing a trick and then they'll say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got to show my wife or you got to show my buddies or you got to show this. Can you do the same trick? Can you come over here? So be prepared to say, you know what? I'll do one even better and have that alternate trick as well. So the best way to do this is to be an all around magician, you know, whether it's me where I just perform for families and kids, you know, I do dabble in other things. I dabble in coin magic, I dabble in mentalism, I dabble in, um, in rope magic, I, I dabble in impromptu magic, just so that mentally I know that I'm prepared. My arsenal's packed and I'm ready to go if something does come up. So keep that in mind, guys. Dibble and dabble in all different areas of magic. Close-up, stage, parlor, mentalism, you know, whatever the case may be. Tarot cards, um, you know, gambling routines. Just, just anything so that when the moment comes, you're prepared. And nothing feels better when you know that you got them, you know. So keep that in mind, guys. Uh, read plenty of books. There's plenty of videos available as well. I get my stuff at amgmagic.com. That's alpha. Mike Golf Magic.com. It's a great website. I'm affiliated with them, so check them out. Let them know, you know, JJ the Magician sent you. And I uh, would love to hear back from you guys again. Give me the feedback, man. Let me know that you guys are out there listening. Anchor, I love you. This is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. Hey, Anchor, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician Blogcast. First, I want to say thanks for uh, listening, guys. I got some feedback, got a couple emails, so if you do like what you're listening, want to hear more, have any questions, or want to suggest any topics, let me know. My email address is magicmyway at outlook.com. That's also my PayPal, so you know, if you want to, I don't know, send me a dollar, five dollars, twenty, fifty, a hundred, you know, it is better to give than receive, feel free to do so, you know. Definitely send me an email though, let me know, give me a thumbs up, thumbs down, let me know if you like what you hear, let me know if you don't like it, and uh, we'll move on from there. 
So on this topic, I wanted to talk about appearance. So for me, appearance is everything. Uh, when it comes to, you know, showing up to your show, you want to show up professional. So what I mean by that is when I show up to a show, you know, if it's a summer gig, I've got my shorts, they're clean, they're pressed. I've got clean shoes on, clean white socks. I've got my t-shirt that has my name on it. It says JJ the Magician. And I sometimes wear a hat as well. Uh, when I come in, I've got my hand cart or my dolly, and that has my magic chest that is has my logo on there as well. I've got my six foot table that folds up. I've got my, my case with my rabbit that's hidden so nobody can know, nobody sees that I have a rabbit, and I arrive to the party. Um, I get there, I let them know, hey, I'm gonna set up, blah de blah. Um, I take control. I say, this, this will be the best spot for me right here. I'm gonna set up there, okay? Notice that I didn't ask them. I told them, I'm gonna set up there, okay? That kind of forces them to say okay, and uh, if they reject, I just say, look, I do this for a living. I'm telling you, you want the best party, you want the best show. We need to set up right there in that position, and they'll understand. They'll, they'll, you know, the parents or whoever will let you do your job. So, um, talk about setup. Um, I do carry a backdrop. So a backdrop does change everything. It makes everything theatrical. Get a backdrop, guys. I mean, there's some out there that are 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 700, a thousand. I went cheap, you know, I'm not going to lie. I bought a, a, a little stand off of eBay. Uh, I think it cost me like 30 bucks. And then I bought just curtains from Walmart, uh, bought some Velcro strips and some magnets and hooked them up and they look professional. So, you know, I recommend going that route when you can. Although there are some setups that literally take a minute to set up and they're wonderful. Mine takes up a little bit longer, but you get what you pay for. Um, also on my magic case, like I mentioned, it does have my logo on there so it's it's plastered on there my case is facing the audience the whole time so every time they take a picture of me my case is there and it says you know jj the magician idaho's greatest party magicians got my facebook on there it's got my phone number my website i mean it's definitely great advertisement um, and you're psychologically forcing your name and your info to the kids and to the parents there as well um, the table, the six foot table that I have, I do have a table skirt. The table skirt also has my logo on there. So another subtlety, you know, it, it, it's just another way to force your information on there. Makes you look clean and professional. I recommend doing that. Uh, and also do stuff that fits your character. You know, if your character is a, a guy that's in a suit, then have your stuff look pressed and clean, have everything black and white or whatever your color scheme is, make it match. You know, if you're the vibrant, funny guy, you know, you want to use vibrant colors, you know, use the neon greens, the bright blues, the neon oranges and so on. Um, and it's important to, you know, keep that scheme and, and make everything make sense. So when they look at you, and they take that picture and they notice everything in the backdrop, everything correlates with each other, everything matches. Um, also, you know, when you're performing, keep in mind if you have a chest on your table like I do, I never stand in front of the chest no matter what. This way, when they do snap that picture, I don't have to worry about, well, was the kid covering the logo? Was I covering the logo? And so on. So keep that in mind. Also, business cards, guys. Put your face on them. You know, uh, flyers, whatever. Put your face on them. It looks very professional when they see who the performer is. And also, when you're out and about, it's awesome. I hear kids all the time. Hey, it's JJ. Hey, it's JJ the magician. It makes you feel good, and it, it's, it's self-promoting. So I hope you guys like this. Again, reach out to me. My email address is magicmywayatoutlook.com. Send me some money through PayPal if you want to do that. But give me a thumbs up or let me know what you like, what you don't like, or what you want to see in the future. 
Again, Anchor, this is Gigi the Magician with the Gigi the Magician Blogcast. Peace. Hey, Anchor, it's Gigi the Magician again with the Gigi the Magician Blogcast. Um, so just wanted to talk about some of the things that uh, you should carry with you other than your tricks when you go out to perform, um, kind of like your, your emergency bag or your getaway bag, as I like to call it, uh, you know, get out of emergency situations. Uh, one of the things I always carry with me is a small mirror. Um, it's really small, maybe about four inches by four inch square. I always like to check myself out before I start the show, make sure there isn't anything in my teeth, anything in my beard, you know, and so forth. Um, always have a hand towel as well. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, depending on, on the location or the house that you're in, you start sweating while you're setting up or you get nervousness and you start to sweat. So it's nice to just, you know, wipe your face down, wipe your head down before you come out. Um, always carry some electrical tape. Uh, I do that, uh, you know, based on, you know, if I'm in a gym performing, if I'm in some sort of a, a classroom setting, I can always, you know, lay some electrical tape down and just have the kids sit behind that. It kind of controls that, that area or that situation. Um, something else to always carry a cold water bottle with you. Um, you know, something that's, that's bigger in ounces, a 56 ounce bottle, 64 ounce bottle, uh, you know, so that you can sip while you're setting up. You can sip in between tricks. I normally don't like to sip any water while I'm performing, while they're looking at me, unless it's part of the trick. Um, for example, I do a, a floating cup effect and, you know, yeah, I, I'm pouring out water from a bottle into a cup and I let the cup go and it's floating. So that's part of the trick. But at the end, I do take a sip. I'm actually rehydrating myself. So I make it part of the act. So that's a nice little sneaky way to get it to, to get a, a drink. Um, if you have a backdrop, it's great. You can set up a water bottle behind the backdrop, say that you're going to go get something real quick. And just hide, you know, a quick sip of water or take the hand towel and wipe yourself down. Um, always take uh, some headache pills, you know, Tylenol, ibuprofen, especially if you're doing more than one show a day. Um, you know, there was a time where I was doing two to three shows a day. And, you know, with the kids yelling back and forth and, you know, that definitely takes a toll on your body. Um, adrenaline keeps me going, but I find that once I do you know, set down and then set up for another show, I can feel that headache kicking in. So it's always good to pop those pills and, and keep you going, keep you motivated, keep you hydrated. Um, also carry a pen and paper with you. Uh, sometimes I like to jot notes down, you know, this worked at this show, this didn't work at this show, you know, just, just make some mental notes here and there. And carry some backup tricks, you know, always have like a, a, a thumb tip, um, have some flash paper, have some, uh, you know, a deck of cards, have something extra just in case because you, you, you never know. I mean, we always plan to have a 45-minute set or have an hour set, and then before you know it, you ran through everything in like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. So always make sure you have that, that backup there. Um, I do would like to carry a stress ball. Uh, that's something that I plan on putting in, in, in my set just to, just to calm the nerves down a little bit. Um, something else, carry a flashlight. Um, I actually went to the dollar store and I have a little small flashlight, maybe about four inches and it's LED lights on one side. And then the other side is like a strobe light effect and it's extremely bright. So these come in hand when you're doing something at like a school, for example, I remember doing a setup at a school, it was at the gym and the lighting really sucked. It was terrible. 
um, I set up a backdrop and I set up most of my stuff behind the backdrop and I can barely see anything back there. So that light definitely came in hand. So make sure you carry that. I mean, there's other tips and tricks you want to carry in your backup, but some magicians out there don't carry anything. So this is something that I'd like you to keep in mind. Carry these things. You'll thank me for it later. Again, this is JJ the Magician with the JJ the Magician broadcast. If you like what you're hearing, give me a thumbs up. Send me a message. Send me a dollar through PayPal. You know, my PayPal is magicmyway@outlook.com. You know, find me on Facebook, JJ the Magician. Uh, you know, send me some sort of a feedback that I know that you are liking what I'm giving you and you want to hear more. So, Anchor, I love you. Thanks again. JJ the Magician. Peace. Hey, Anchor, this is JJ the Magician here with JJ the Magician Blogcast. Um, I said I was going to do this daily. I do apologize for not doing it yesterday. I actually had to go in for emergency back surgery. So I'm doing well. I'm recovering well. So hopefully I'll be back on my feet in no time. Um, I am walking around and stuff, but, you know, just it is it is painful still. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to take the time today and just talk about why I do what I do or why kids, entertainers, and magicians do what we do. Uh, first off, we, we love it. We have to love it. I mean, if you're out there practicing for hours and mastering your craft and reading books, watching videos, taking notes, recording yourself, you know, practicing, uh, you know, just, just doing anything and everything magic related to better yourself as a performer, you have to love it. You have to love it. I mean, if you're performing for kids, you got to love kids. You know, um, I've got four kids of my own, and it wasn't until about maybe six years ago when it really hit me that, that, you know, performing magic for children is just a wonderful thing. I mean, to see their eyes light up every single time and to hear the oohs, the ahs, the wows, and to do that for families is just great, you know. I didn't grow up with, with, with my father by my side, and, you know, when I do a trick for a little boy or a little girl and their dad's there and their amazement and they look at their dad and they share the amazement, you know, or they, they look at their mom and their relatives that's just great, you know, for them to witness something that's that, that's what they know as, as magical, you know. So you definitely got to love your craft, you know. If, if you hate kids, don't be a kid performer, please. I mean, it's going to get on your nerves, man. I mean, you know, I, there, there's times where I do, you know, two, three, sometimes four shows in one day. You know, by the time I get my third show, I've got that headache, you know. It's from the kids screaming. and Not because they're screaming at me, it's because my show's very very active. I'm telling the kids, you know, hey, what's my name? You know, and they scream, JJ the Magician. All right, that's the magic word. So every time I need help, I need you guys to say, JJ the Magician. And they all scream it out. And it's just fun, interactive. And you got to know how to, you know, work through that headache and work through the back spasms and the leg cramps and the arm, arm, you know, uh, muscles hurting and things like that. Just push through it. Um, that's something I'll mention in, in my next uh, podcast here is some of the things that we carry to, you know, help ourselves as entertainers go from show to show. Um, but anyways, yeah, you definitely got to love your craft. Um, if you don't like performing for kids, that's fine. I was like that at first. I, would, I, was, I was 13 years old performing for adults only, you know, so you got to find your target audience and see what works for them and find your niche and just go for it, you know. Um, and it's okay to change. It's okay to evolve. I went from literally doing only adults, you know, to switching to just kids, to switching to families. And there is a difference between performing for just children and performing for families. You know, when you're performing for just children, it's a lot of slapstick comedy. It's a lot of double takes. It's a lot of, 
um, you know, acting as a child, when you're performing for families, uh, you know, you still do some of that slapstick, double take stuff, but you're still letting the kids know, hey, I am an adult, I am the one in charge here, but you can come along this magical ride with me, you know, during these next 45 minutes or an hour that I'm here. So you want to keep that in mind, guys. Um, love what you do, love who you're performing for, know your target audience, and run with it. The more you know, the more it'll help you. You know, it'll help you decide what tricks you want, you know. Um, there's tricks that come out, gosh, every day I'm getting an email, you know, this trick came out, that trick came out, this video, this book, that book, and they all look great because they're supposed to look great. Those commercials and ads are supposed to make you want to buy it. But at the end of the day, when you sit down and think about it, do you see yourself performing that for your target audience? Does it fit you? Or how can you change it to make it fit you? Does it solve a problem? You know, hey, I can pick this up because maybe it's lighter than what I carry now, or maybe it'll save me some space in my case, or, or so on. So, you know, love what you do, analyze what you do, and then work off of it, guys. So that's my time. Again, I'm JJ the Magician. If you like the blogcast, like, subscribe, follow me on Facebook. I'm JJ the Magician. I've got a YouTube channel as well, JJ the Magician. You know, you want to send me some money through PayPal, you know, Christmas is coming. It's magicmyway at outlook.com. Just show me some love and support. Hit me up. Love to hear from you guys. Again, my email, if you want to send me an email, magicmyway at outlook.com. Love to hear back from you guys. Love you. See you, Anchor. Bye. Hey, Anchor, this is JJ the Magician again with the JJ Magician Vlogcast. Uh, I just want to talk to you guys about top-down selling. You know, uh, when you get that phone call, you get that face-to-face -face interaction, how do you sell your shows? You know, how do you go from point A to point B? Uh, what I'd like to do is have like a three-tier process if it's like a birthday show, for example. Um, I have, you want to keep in mind, you want your platinum, your gold, and your silver. Or you can go gold, silver, bronze, or ABC, one, two, three, whatever you want to do. What I like to do is I like to make my middle package. So in this case, my gold package, I want this to be the one that I want to book regularly. So this is the one after you calculate your time, what you're worth, this is what you want to book 100% of the time. Package C, you want to keep it a lot shorter than package B as far as what you offer, but you want to keep the price a little bit close to it. It's just a mental thing. It'll make the person realize, wow, package B, you get a lot more bang for your buck. Let me go there. And then package A, you want it to be ridiculously high. Uh, the reason being is you want them to either stay away from package A or, hey, you never know. Once in the blue moon, you'll get package A. And, hey, that makes one great payday. So just to give you guys an example, let's say my show package A is $1,000. What do you get for a thousand bucks? Okay, for a thousand bucks, I'll give you two hours of balloon twisting. You'll get an hour magic show. At the end of the show, the kids can take pictures with the rabbit and myself. I'll sing you happy birthday. If there's a big prize or special gift you want to give out, I'll present that to the child. Um, after the show, I'll do some walk around magic for the adults and for the kids. And then I'll say my goodbye. I'll probably be there for about uh, four hours. Um, that's a thousand bucks. Package B, remember, this is the one you want to sell. Package B, I'll give you a 45 minute magic show. I'll do an hour and a half of balloon twisting. Um, I'll still sing happy birthday if you want me to throw that in. And the kids can take pictures with the rabbit at the end of the show. So this is your standard. This is what you want to book. Package C, 
is $400. So notice how much closer I am, four to five. What do you get for 400 bucks? 400 bucks is my express show. I give you 45 minutes of magic. I'll bring about 30 to 40 pre-made balloons to hand out to the kids, little sculptures here and there. And um, I'll even let you guys still take pictures at the end of the show. So what does that do? So package C actually does free up your time. You're making pre-made balloons. So you're not going to be there as long. You're still going to do your full set, your full magic show. And you're, they're still going to take pictures with the rabbit. So package B, they're like, wait a minute. He's going to be there longer. He'll sing happy birthday. He'll do more stuff. I might go with package B. Package A, if they decide to go that route, I mean, damn, it's money in the bank, right? It's an awesome way. So make sure you always do top-down selling. If for some reason you get the person that says, wow, you're just extremely high, you know, this clown can do it for such and such. And when I say clown, I don't mean derogatory. I mean literally a clown, makeup, wig, you know, or this other magician or this juggler or such and such can do it for 100 bucks. And I'll tell them, you know what, I, I totally agree. You know, you do get what you pay for. I do have a long list of referrals. Uh, you know, check out my website, check out my Facebook page. I'm highly known in the community. If you need some referrals, I can give those to you. You can call the parents up. They can tell you how great of a job I've done or what great of a good time the kids have had. You know, what I do want to give you is an experience. I want to make sure that this birthday is the best birthday they've ever had. And maybe we can continue this on and do it year by year or every couple of years. So you want to let them know that you are professional. You know what you're doing. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to turn them down. Remember, they didn't give you any money yet. So don't be afraid to say, I might not be the right fit for you on this show, but do keep me in mind in the future. So keep those things in mind, guys. And I hope you guys get many shows out there. If you like the broadcast, subscribe to it, like it, let me know. You know, give me a shout out. Send me a dollar through PayPal if you'd like. MagicMyWay at Outlook.com is my PayPal. You know, just give me some indication that you're listening, that you like the show. Definitely like this little anchor thing. I think I'm going to do this on a daily basis now. And I hope you guys enjoy. Again, my name is JJ the Magician. Anchor, I'm out. Hey, Anchor, this is JJ the Magician here on the JJ the Magician podcast. I'm on my way to a doctor's appointment, so if you hear, you know, kids crying or things like that, that's just my family, so we're going across town. Figured I'd lay out a quick little broadcast here just to give you some information on me. I've been performing magic close to about 20 years now. Uh, I've been doing family entertainment or kids entertainment for about five or six years, and I absolutely love it, man. You know, it's definitely a great way to, you know, have some some extra income here and there. Um, I would love to say that I do this full time, but I, I don't. Um, you know, but it does help, you know, pay the bills some and, you know, pay for vacations and things like that. And um, it's just fun to do, man. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, to, my little boy's crying in the background. But uh, anyway, I just want to share some, some tips and advice and things like that. If you're interested in doing kids shows or, or you know, family shows or if you're doing them and how to, you know, get some more mileage out of it in other words um, you always want to think of, of yourself as a brand um, you know when you're out there you want to say whatever your stage name or your performing name is mine for example is JJ the magician so I always make sure that I use that as my as my magic word 
you know, I, I introduce it to the kids. You know, I always say, you know, hey, we, we got to learn the magic word. Do you guys know the magic word? And let them, you know, ramble off some stuff. And they'll say, like, abracadabra and hocus pocus. And, you know, you, you can always use those words, but when you use your name, it definitely, you know, leaves an imprint in there. And they'll know your name. They'll remember it. You won't just be that one guy performing magic at that party that one day. Um, so think of it as a brand, um, you know, and always, always be excited, always have a smile on your face, even if things aren't going right, I mean, they have no idea, there's really no such thing as a perfect show, there's always something that, that goes wrong, or something that you miss, or something that, that, that you forget, so you just gotta learn how to, you know, go with the flow, and, and just move on, um, you know, have some jokes involved in your set, or your show, uh, make sure that it's also entertaining for the adults. You know, do, do tricks with things that, that are common to them, you know. Uh, anytime you pull out a dollar bill and you do magic, you're gonna grab their attention. You know, money's something that adults are, are familiar with and they use every day. Um, you know, if you're doing tricks with their kids, see if there's any way you can incorporate them in the trick as well, you know. Always ask the kid, are, are, is your mom or dad here? Are they with you? Would you like them to help you out? And, you know, things like that. Just, just keep the, the flow going. Um, have some clean jokes, you know. There's a trick that I do with, with some sponge bunnies or sponge rabbits that, you know, at, at the end when they multiply, I always look in the audience and say, now parents, I just explained a lot in that trick. You're very welcome, you know. And always gets that nice laugh at the end. And the kids don't know what I'm talking about, and if they do, it gives them a little chuckle, but the parents are definitely getting it. Um, you know, some other things as well is, uh, don't be afraid to high-five your audience, you know, keep them engaged, you know, have them cheer. At the beginning of my set, I always say, are you guys ready for a magic show? And I don't care how loud they are, I always say, oh, you guys aren't ready. Come on, are you guys ready for a magic show? Just get them all pumped up, ready to go. And, you know, in, in between tricks or if you're getting something from your case, keep talking to them, you know. Hey, did you guys like that last trick? Yeah. You guys ready to see another one? Yeah. All right, awesome. And if it takes you a little bit to set up, you know, play a little game. You know, you say, all right, if you guys are ready, everybody stand up. Everybody sit down. Everybody spin around. You know, just just give them commands to do. You know, five or six commands, and then just stop and look at the audience and say, now parents, that's what I call power. You know, it just gives them a nice little laugh. It gets the kids up and going. You know, the the hardest thing to do is to grab a child's attention. You know, for 40 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, and they're just sitting on their butt. You know, that, that, that's not what kids are there for. They want to laugh. They want to roll over. They want to, you know, express themselves and actually let you know that they're having a good time. So that's something I tell my audience as well. You know, if you see something that you like, go ahead and clap. Go ahead and laugh. Even if you see something you don't like, go ahead and clap. Go ahead and laugh. You know, it's just a nice little joke for the, for the adults, but it lets... It, kind of trains your audience and lets them know how to react. Um, you got to figure that in this day and age, everybody's on their cell phone or tablet. Everybody's entertained in that quick five or six seconds. They don't know how to enjoy a live performance. So this is theater. You're out there, this is a theatrical act. So keep that in mind. So just dropping some knowledge for you guys here on Anchor. Thank you guys again. My name is JJ the Magician.